to A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Wednesday. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by uh, the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. I had to think about it for a second. Two Rivers Ford, who sent me to 6th and Peabody today on 104.5 The Zone. They also provide exceptional customer service to all of those who would choose to use their services here in Middle Tennessee. Home of the non-commissioned sales staff, home and headquarters of the 2021 Ford Bronco. Go pay them a visit out in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings, America's top-rated sports book. If you are betting with A to Z Sports, Jack Gentry does an exceptional job with the best bet on DraftKings Sportsbook. They are currently 6-0. If you're not using the promo code A to Z Sports, you're literally costing yourself money. Why would you do this? Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and make sure you're using the promo code A to Z Sports. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. Don't sell without the intel. That is also what the Ashton team reminds you as the official real estate agency of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Prime Time. And of course, you know all things Brimac Mechanical mean all things satisfaction guaranteed as it relates to HVAC. That is where you go to make sure that you are in your comfort zone as the seasons begin to change. B-R-Y-M-A-K. That's Brimac.com. Okay, so now we find ourselves in the midst of transaction season. You saw Malcolm Butler get cut yesterday. I was live on the radio today when Kenny Kenny Vaccaro got cut. The Titans free up about $4 million in cap space. Kenny was set to make or have a salary cap hit of about $6 million this year. So now they let him walk. EA Domino, uh, I always, I never know how to pronounce your last name, EA, so forgive me if I botch it, but you know who I'm talking about. EA says it's hooker time. Not, you know, the kind, of, not the street walkers that you should not be paying for, but Amani Hooker. It is time for Amani Hooker to step up, step up. And he had a strong season last year. I would anticipate that being the direction that you choose. Did you see Vaccaro on Lamar Jackson touchdown run in the playoffs? He has lost a step. Josh Grantham is asking me, uh, anyone else need to go? Titans going young. I'm cool with it. No, Kevo. They're going young and they're going cheap because young players are less expensive. And that's what it's all about right now. It's about getting your finances right, getting your expenses right, because the salary cap has now been officially announced at 182 0.5 million. That's down almost $16 million from last year. It is a gut punch if you're talking about league finances. It's basically the cost of what Jadavion Clowney cost you last year and what Brett Kern cost you last year. By the way, breaking news courtesy of our friend Teron Davenport, the Titans picked up their option on punter Brett Kern's contract. 2021 and 2022 are team option years. Due by the end of the 2020 league year, Kern can now earn a $250,000 roster bonus on the fifth day of the 2021 league year. So that helps alleviate some of the financial pressure because Brett Kern was going to make uh, Brett Kern was going to make uh, three and a half, or is going to make three and a half million dollars this year, and that's a, a tough spot to be in if you are talking about uh, a punter at 35 years old. As much as everybody loves Brett. Vaccaro was gone regardless of the cap space as Titans for life. Yeah, that was probably the way that this was trending anyway. But now the Titans have to replace those two players. Uh, uh, some people are asking me, are there any more cuts to come? Um, no, I do not. Well, I can't say that definitively because things could always change. So not to, it's not it's not to just hedge my bets there. But at this point, I will say it this way. I am not anticipating any more Titans cuts. So who's the longest tenured Titan now? Well, it's it's uh, Brett Kern. Brett Kern's been around for over a decade at this point. And so Brett Kern remains as a part of the Tennessee Titans. But at this point, I do not. Uh, Brett uh, Ben Jones needs to go. Mr. Aurelio. No, you're out of your mind. Uh, did you see Ben Jones played probably his best season last year? Ben Jones was fantastic last year, even though he was banged up. And yeah, he's getting older. But I would extend Ben Jones and bring his cap hit down before I cut him. That would be nonsense, to be honest with you. And I love you, Mr. Aurelio. I see you here regularly, but that's uh, that's not that's not in fact the case. Anyway, let's focus on the two at hand who we know are out. Kenny Vaccaro out, 
Ben, or excuse me, Malcolm Butler at. You guys have me, uh, you guys have me shook thinking about Ben Jones getting cut. And that, by the way, do not anticipate any more cuts coming at this point. But as I, you know, you always got to say at this time of year, things could change very quickly. So now let's talk about your Two Rivers Ford take here on a Wednesday night. I want to know from you guys, what do the Titans lose by cutting Kenny Vaccaro and Malcolm Butler? We know where they were in their careers. We know what what they were, uh, what the case was for them physically when you start to diminish in your 30s, both of them now in their 30s, Butler 31, and I believe Kenny has just reached the 30-year-old mark. Uh, what do the Titans lose in cutting Kenny Vaccaro and Malcolm Butler? You'll hear from Kenny here in just a second uh, on the A to Z Sports Primetime Show right after I tell you about the people who present the Two Rivers Ford Take. The fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. I was out there test driving the Big Bend Ford Bronco on, what was that, Monday in Mount Juliet at Two Rivers Ford. I'm telling you, if you just go to take a test drive, you should do it. It's so much fun. These are such cool vehicles. They have Ford Bronco Sports on the lot right now. There are many different iterations of the new Ford Bronco. You have to go check them out for yourself. While you're out there, you can you can test drive the new electric Mustang, the new F-150, you can take a look at all of their new and pre-owned inventory because they have a variety of fantastic vehicles to choose from. You know that they've been doing business for nearly five decades here in Middle Tennessee, actually just coming into five decades. Now that we're in the 2020s, Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, go show them some love. They will treat you like family. Or if you don't want to deal with people, that's okay. You can do the car buying. You can go through the entire car purchasing process online at tworiversford.com. What do the Titans lose in cutting Malcolm Butler and Kenny Vaccaro? C. Smith on Periscope, Davio, uh, or da- yeah, Davio615 says leadership. C. Smith says the dog mentality. Both are slow and older, says Jeff Roberts. I'm excited for some young bucks and some more speed on that defense. Dory could be cut and we lose nothing talent-wise, says Corey Smith. Well, I'm sorry, Corey. Uh, that is just, a, that's just, it's not a, I'm not, I'm not saying that you're dumb, Corey. I'm saying that, that that is the opinion of somebody who is thinking not smartly. Not is smartly a word. I don't think now who now who's the dumb one? I'm sitting here picking on Corey and I look like an asshole. <laughs> That's okay. Your two rivers for take. Teron Davenport, TD, who just broke news. Shout out to Ron Davenport. Uh with us on Facebook. He's switching it up on us. I I normally recognize the uh, the profile pictures of the people that I see in here. Um, but, uh, but TD is with us on Facebook tonight. So congratulations to Durant to breaking the Brett Kern news. That was excellent work done by him on the, uh, on the team option that the Titans will be accepting or will be picking up. What Durant says is they lose their two biggest tone setters on defense. And this is absolutely so, right? Because Teron knows this. A lot of you guys who had the opportunity to go to games this year, and, and many of you didn't. So, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to just cast a wide net and say, Many of you who were able to go, because I understand that just by the nature of the Rona, not many of us were able to attend football games this year. But if you went to a Titans game this year, every, every before every game, whether home on, or on the road, Jeffrey Simmons would break down the Titans huddle, not just on defense, but for the entire team. Before they split out, they begin their pregame warmups, all of these things. And Jeffrey Simmons is a fantastic player. He's a young player, and he could be a tone setter at whatever point in his career. He clearly has the potential to do those things. But the veteran presence, it's not necessarily Kevin Byard. In fact, I think Kevin Byard, and and I like Kevin Byard. I like him personally. He does great things for the community. Um, I think Kevin Byard has been an exceptional player as as a third-round pick coming out of a small local school here from MTSU. But I do think Kevin Byard is a bit overrated by Titans fans in general. Now, he's been, he's, you know, he come from, he come from underrated, to properly rated and paid, and now that he's paid, it's it's easy for the professional second guessers to say that he's overrated. But he's overrated in terms of who who he is and what he means to this defense and to the personality, you know, the cult of personality, for lack of better uh, better term, in the Titans locker room. I've heard several times that it's not necessarily Kevin Byard who is the tone setter for the Titans defense, but it's very much his running mate or his running mate for the last several years in Kenny Vaccaro. It's very much Malcolm Butler, the street rat, as Mike Frabel calls him, the heart and soul of the Titans. 
not just the defense, but the team as a whole. Many of you would say it's Derrick Henry. Of course, that is so. But personality-wise, and just pure emotion, Malcolm Butler is that dude. Even as many of you complained about Malcolm Butler when in like week three when he's getting run by Justin Jefferson. By the way, Justin Jefferson gave a lot of people a hard time this year coming fresh out the gates from LSU. Malcolm Butler wasn't the only one who got the business, but Malcolm Butler ended up over the course of the season. I mean, you can make the argument that he was the Titans' best defensive player. You know, the bad, the terrible, terrible defense. What does it mean to be the best player on a horrid defense? Well, you can debate that if you so choose, but what you lose is something that's not necessarily tangible. Now, what you care about more than anything is tangible, right? You care about football. You care about pr- production on the field. But by the way, that was there for Malcolm Butler as well. Kenny getting up there in age, losing some of his physical ability, basically being more of a linebacker at this point in his career, and, and from the safety position, being outplayed a bit by Amani Hooker. Art of Training 53 says toughness. Buck, if you had to bet your life on it, do you believe the Titans will re-sign Corey Davis? Ooh. Um, bet my life on it. I don't know. I like my life a lot. My life's really good right now. I'm getting a lot of new stuff. I'm getting a lot, you know, new gigs, new money, new, new everything, new cats. <laughs> uh, my life's pretty good right now. So I don't know if I'd bet my life on it, but I would, I would think out of all of them. And then let me, let me phrase this properly. Cause I don't want to give you guys false expectations and false hope. Okay. Without having something concrete to to tell you, because otherwise that's just a tease and anybody can do that. I don't have to have inside information to tell you, oh, well, it could be back. Um, But at this point, it's very much up in the air. It's made much more or much less certain by the fact that Corey Davis is being allowed to hit the open market. And then, um, but then to that point, I think more than any of the unrestricted, not more than any of the unrestricted free agents, because they could bring back guys on one-year deals and and lesser known players or lesser, um, you know, just, not starters. Of the starters, though, I am of the belief that Corey Davis is the most likely to return to the Titans based on how things have gone and what Corey means to Tennessee and what Tennessee means to Corey. And by the way, Corey's family, who is an East Tennessee, uh, or his wife, rather, who is an East Tennessee native. Now they have a little girl. Corey just bought a house here in Tennessee. He likes it here. And, you know, I think he would be, I think he would be more vulnerable is is uh, is uh, is probably the way to put it, or or more more under fire uh, in a bigger market if he did if he chose to go elsewhere on a big money contract. That is something also to consider, and something that Corey Davis is considering. Absolutely so. Tribe called Quest says leadership, aggression, confidence, and toughness. Mark Hankin says, but Carl didn't have the edge this year as past years. Lose a dog attitude on defense with Butler cut. I think no. I think Kenny Vaccaro is still very much that dude when it comes to edge. And dog, it's just the the physical the, the physical traits aren't there for Kenny to back it up. When what was that? Was that Vrabel's first year in 2000? Mike's first year would have been 2019, right? So 2019, when the New England Patriots come to Tennessee, and at that point, the Titans season still kind of up in the air. Derrick Henry really had well, that was the game that he kind of started to break out on the scene after David Flewellen went down, and and at that point, Derrick Henry was on the trading block. Um, but Kenny Vaccaro, I remember very, very clearly and obviously it was like one of the first plays, if not the first play for the New England Patriots offense with Tom Brady. Brady went to check it down to James White and Kenny Vaccaro absolutely smacked him in the face in the backfield and made a massive play that really, really set the tone for that defense. And it's not the only time that Kenny Vaccaro's made plays, right? I think it was against the Baltimore Ravens in the divisional round, not last season, but two seasons ago, when the Titans traveled to Baltimore. When Kenny Vaccaro played an incredibly an incredibly impressive game, so much so that Mike Vrabel, who very rarely gives out compliments uh, to anybody, much less, I mean, the players he's more complimentary of than anybody, but even the players, it's hard to get a Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel nod of approval, Mike Vrabel seal of approval, approval hard to come by. But... If I'm not mistaken, and maybe Teron could correct me here if I am, I believe after that game, Vrabel gave us the quote about Vaccaro. That's how I envision the position of safety being played. How Kenny Vaccaro played that game. How expert he was in helping contain Lamar Jackson, in covering the tight ends, uh, making sure that he was all over the field. 
Yes, came up and blasted him. That set the tone for sure, said Tehran. We will have more cuts coming, says Brian Badillo. Uh, again, all, all of these things, I, I don't I don't anticipate, I, I really don't anticipate more like big money cuts is what I'll say to you. Like the big money has already been freed up. Now it's more about restructures and alleviating some of that pressure with extensions uh, for players who are already under contract. So Brian, I would say that you are a, you know, maybe Brian's got more inside sources than me. It's always possible that somebody would come up new hot on the block and uh, and try and knock me and TD out of our uh, out of our spots as Titans reporters. Ben Jones is Brian Badillo. No, I would not. I would not. Uh, ben Jones is not a uh, a cut candidate at this point, even though the finances say that he should be. Look look to Ben Jones more the extension route than than pure cut at this point is what I would say to you, Brian. Uh, negative, I do not on the sources. Thank you, Brian. We appreciate that self-awareness. Uh, Vrabel quote, spot on. He called that interception versus the Ravens too, Sister Ron. Yeah, he was uh, he was really, really strong. And Kenny has been great. Kenny was, Kenny was an upgrade over Jonathan Cyprian, and they just kind of fell into that by chance. So now they look to replace things that are very, very difficult to replace. And I'll, sh- I'll give you an example of that. From the last one of the last times that we talked to Kenny, Kenny Vaccaro, because there was only a limited amount of time. And I, by the way, losing him, like nobody cares about Tehran and I from a media perspective, like the guys that you want to talk to in the locker room or at this point over Zoom, but like to lose Butler and Vaccaro within two days, that's a death. That's just a that's just a knife in the side from uh from people who get their get their in-season business largely off player quotes. That's a that's a tough scene. For me and Tehran looking to get interesting and good and honest um, insights from players. Kenny Vaccaro was exceptional at kind of telling us, you know, what was going on in in a way that Wesley Woodyard and Delaney Walker and Logan Ryan used to do. Uh, no longer the case. We are not going to be so lucky here as Tennessee Titans media, but that's okay. What do the Titans lose in cutting Kenny Vaccaro and Malcolm Butler? I will tell you. Uh, my opinion on that on the other side. Well, I've largely just given you my opinion, but you'll hear from Kenny Vaccaro here in just a second, right after I remind you about the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com, the official real estate agent of the Titans. New players coming in, they're going to trust the Ashton team because that's the official real estate agent of the Titans. Uh, if the Preds, if the Preds start shipping players out of town, you know, Gary Ashton will help them sell for more if they bought a home through the Ashton team. And then you know why they did? Did because Gary Ashton is also the official real estate agent of the Preds. He's also the real estate, the official real estate agent of A to Z Sports Prime Time. Gary and his team helped me find my dream address without the stress. Trust the Ashton team because they will make sure that nobody ta- nobody takes greater care and greater consideration for Middle Tennesseans and people who are Middle Tennesseans, people who work, live, and eat, sleep, and breathe Middle Tennessee. That's what the Ashton team does. GaryAshton.com. Go find out more about great things like their guaranteed local offer at GaryAshton.com. Kenny Vaccaro, Malcolm Butler, great people. Butler, a great player last year. Vaccaro, less so, but still an important piece of this tight of the makeup of this Titans team. Titans now getting a, uh, a bit of a facelift. Whether that's for good or bad, we will see because Christian Fulton and Adoree Jackson are not Kenny Vaccaro and Malcolm Butler. There, those two are. I mean, it's not that I. I won't say stupid. You know, male. Uh, uh, what do you, what do what do you call? What do you want to call it? Uh, um, hyper, not hyper masculine, but like you, ma- male toxicity. You know what I'm saying? Like there, I'm not going to say like Kenny Vaccaro and Malcolm Butler are alphas, and, and Christian Fulton and Dory Jackson are betas. Like that would be disrespectful, and that's not what I'm saying at all. All I'm saying is they are not the same kind of personalities, and you need a good mix of those personalities to keep a locker room up and to keep the energy in the locker room afloat. Titans lose that without Kenny Vaccaro and Malcolm Butler. I mean, we, we knew coming into the game it was going to be a physical game. I mean, that's a that's a well-coached team we just played, physical team, a team that's they're, they're not front runners. You know, before our game, they were beating teams 41-3, to three. Um, after halftime, the two two games prior combined. So we knew it was going to be a hard-fought game. Even when we got up in this game, I mean, we knew we had to finish strong, finish strong, finish strong. We preached it all week. Um, and we knew physicality and being physical the whole game was going to be the key factor. Nothing else really matters. Scheme, players, coach, just be physical on both sides of the ball, and we'll get it done. 
Kenny Vaccaro, Kenny Vaccaro always got it done. Kenny Vaccaro was an absolute stud. I'm going to miss talking to Kenny on a regular basis, but they lose, they lose toughness and leadership in the Titans locker room. Okay. I want his sweatshirts says elbow gate away. Yeah. Those were great sweatshirts, by the way. And I'm like, I, I, if they, I don't think they have any Titans logos on them. So I would be comfortable wearing one too. I don't know how I would look in the, in baby blue, but, uh, Kenny rocked it. Well, 100% hell, even Rabel looked good and not even Rabel. Mike Rabel's got a good sense of style, but like Rabel looked good at him. So maybe I could pull it off. I don't know. Uh, but here on A to Z sports prime time, uh, from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. What do the Titans lose by cutting Kenny Vaccaro and Malcolm Butler? They lose toughness. They lose leadership. They lose a little bit of dog. And now the pressure, even more so than ever, falls on Kevin Byard, Adoree Jackson, and Christian Fulton. Because at this point, I would not anticipate, and I've told you this before, I've reported this in stuff that I've written for EdgesySportsNashville.com, I don't expect Desmond King to be back with the Tennessee Titans next season. Going to be a lot different looking team it already is a lot different looking team just simply by the fact of some of the players these two players in particular who they've let go of uh or john brown says ronnie sneak or curtis samuel well uh, now ronnie is asking about players who they can add uh we can't say we don't appreciate says brandon knowles hang on brandon i think your comment cut off uh okay we can't say we don't appreciate their contribution but fan needs to quit. Fans need to quit thinking like those two released absolutely kills this team. I don't think many people are thinking that, Brandon. But you know, maybe you're seeing some other stuff. Titans Facebook is a uh, it's a particularly reckless place, so maybe you're seeing some opinions that I haven't seen. Vaccaro will be missed, of course, uh, says Brandon. But his coverage has always been questionable overall in his career. Hooker hopefully can play physically, uh, physical, but has more coverage ability. I you know I think they're very. I don't want to say they're on par because Kenny was a first-round talent and Amani Hooker, I believe, they drafted out of Io in the fourth. I don't think it was a third-round pick. I'm pretty sure it was a fourth, if I remember correctly. Um, but uh, but at this point, they do lose. They do lose personality-wise. Now, football-wise, they can improve, right? But it, it it's not it's not straight up about it's not straight up about just what they give to the locker room, not just straight up about what they provide to the locker room and the energy that it's not just about the intangibles, right? They have to be able to produce on the football field as well. Hooker fourth round sister on. Thank you. Uh, I had, uh, I had, I had, uh, who was their third round? I don't think they had a third round pick. I think they was that, that was the Harold Landry dad. Anyway, I'm not here to relitigate drafts, but Amani Hooker was drafted in the fourth round and Kenny Vaccaro was a first round talent out of Texas. Uh, when he came here and I remember them doing sports science pieces on just how hard when you know Kenny Kenny has adapted his game pretty well to be honest with you because Kenny I remember them doing when when sports science was uh, still on ESPN and that was such a great feature that they used to do I, I wish I think it's still out I think the guy that does sports science is still out there but I just don't think he's on uh, network television anymore they used to do sports sciences on just how hard Kenny Vaccaro would hit people coming out of college during the pre-draft process absolutely buried dudes. And that was at a time when the game could still be played in a way where safeties could come down and just smack guys across the face. That's not the case anymore for Kenny Vaccaro and safeties like Kenny Vaccaro. And I thought, honestly, <clears throat> I remember when when Kenny got here uh, after Jonathan Cyprian tore his ACL in training camp and, and they ended up upgrading just by pure luck, to be honest with you. Um I remember when Kenny got here, he gave us one of the best quotes, and he's given so many great quotes, but one of the best quotes I've ever heard is Kenny saying, you know, our best tool as a defender is fear, is fear. And that was so that was so striking to me because at that point, you know, Kenny could traffic in fear because there was still the fear that Kenny could hit people the way that Vaccaro liked to hit people. And, and partly, you know, that's why you age the way that Kenny did because he was smacking dudes early on when he was with the Saints and and even early on in his in his Titans tenure the 3 years that he ended up being here but when when Kenny would talk about you know how do you adapt your game given what the style of play that you're known for he would just say you know we we play for the pick at this point it's no longer about making the big hit although it is about sound tackling it's more about getting the turnover and what did the Titans do well well uh with Kenny Vaccaro here and not just with Kenny Vaccaro but even last year when their defense was terrible, they turned the ball over. They played for the pick. And that's how you've seen defensive backs, particularly safeties, adapt their style of play. So in a cash-strapped year where the cap is a problem for all teams, 
Has a Dory proven he's worth a 10 million cap hit this year? I think not, says Corey. Yeah, but you're not going to, I mean, you can't cut him. Like, that's not a possibility. And I mean, if you want to extend him, go right ahead. But I think you need to see more, Corey. So those are your options. Pick one because the, uh, the, the, you just, he's not going to go anywhere. So I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to be impolite and tell you to get the hell over it. But I mean, largely, you got to get the hell over it and see what he does this year. And then, by the way, you can't afford to let it, can't afford to let him go. Who's going to play corner for you? Is it going to be Chris Jackson? Did you like how that experiment went? And it's, you know, that's not the beat up unnecessarily on Chris Jackson, but like, no. <laughs> yeah, the 22, uh, at 22 overall, corner is very much on the table, but like, you still need, uh, you still need corners. This is, uh, this is not something that you could just let these guys walk. So like, chill out on, on the Adore Jackson slander, because at this point he's your best option. Uh, Corey Smith, uh, hang on. We just, we can't have our secondary making 54 million Titans address that. Yeah, they were making the, the secondary was the highest paid by a mile. Now without Kenny Vaccaro and Malcolm Butler, they end up getting back about 14 million, Four, you know, 40 million is still a lot to pay three players. Um, but you're in a much better place with it now with, uh, with, um, Kenny Vaccaro and Malcolm Butler off the books. They were making a lot of money. And by the way, they were worth a lot of money because at the time, or at the time when they all got paid, uh, they boasted the best secondary in the league. It's funny how things can quickly change without a pass rush, something that this money will now be used for. Uh, Robert De- Adore has like one interception during his time as a Titans at Durka time. Yeah, but that's like, like it's not all about interceptions, man. Like it's, I, I, I understand that interceptions are important, but it's not like the Titans have a problem getting turnovers last year without Adoree Jackson on the field. Like, I'm not mad at Adoree because he doesn't have a bunch of picks. Um, I'm not mad at Adoree because he got hurt. Like, you guys, like, just let go of the Adoree hate that you hold in your heart. You hated Malcolm Butler, and now you're all pissed that he left, right? Come on, have a little, have a little foresight, have a little self awareness. Just, just think about what you're saying, okay? And then, and then give me, you know, reasonable complaints. But, you know, if you gave me reasonable complaints all the time, I wouldn't have anything to bitch about, and then I wouldn't have a job because I'm good at pitching. <laughs> Here on A to Z Sports Prime Time, the best quarters are rarely thrown at, says Titans for Life. That is also so. Now, I don't have the, I don't have the target numbers for a Dory off the top of my head, but maybe that's a good, uh, maybe that's a good offseason project I could work for, work on. Thank you, Titans for Life, for the, uh, for the good lead. Um, y'all uh, are all over the place in these comments. I can't take half of y'all seriously, says Jason Lewis. Yes, but that's why this show is fun. But now we must talk about roster turnover because we're 30 minutes in and we haven't got to the second topic. What I want to know from you guys on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV, I want to know what percentage of the Titans roster in 2020 is going to be back in 2021. What percentage, read, read, producer Reed, make sure we add in 2020 when you tweet out that clip or that, that question, what percentage of the 2020 Titans roster is going to be back in 2021 because right now it already looks a hell of a lot different, and it's not just because of the two cuts that they made. What percentage of the 2020 Titans roster is going to be back in 2021? Let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. You will hear from your general manager here shortly. But first, I'm going to remind you about the fine folks at Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, that's Brymac.com. That is where you go for satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs. Chris Hamby, Miss Sherry, it's a family-run business here in Middle Tennessee. They have three locations that do both commercial HVAC work. So if you have a business, you can hit them up. Or if you're just looking to make sure that your home is properly heated and cooled, you can call Brymac Mechanical. They do residential as well. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac Mechanical. Check them out at Clarksville in their main location or any of their three locations servicing Middle Tennessee and parts of Kentucky at brymac.com. Okay, what percentage of the 2020 Titans roster will return in 2021? Because producer Reed and I were talking about this. I mean, it's not just because Butler and Vaccaro are gone, but the 20 unrestricted free agents, like they all, no, no franchise tags this year, no transition tags. I reported that yesterday. Um, right now they're all being allowed to hit the open market and just be like, okay, go see what kind of deals you can get. Now you're going to, they're still going to get paid, but I don't think it's going to be by, be by the Titans, 20 of them, 20 unrestricted free agents, plus the two that were released this week. 
How, what percentage of the Titans roster, that's nearly half of your roster right out of the gate. What percentage of the Titans roster in 2020 will return in 2021? That is the question that we were asking you here on the primetime show. 50% says Jackie Holbert. 68% says Brian Speeby. Brandon Knowles is 65. Uh, why do the Titans sign or draft pass rushers with red flags or coming off injuries? Says Ajet. You know, that's a topic for another day. Right now, let's let's keep it focused on this. Tribe Called Quez says 60. Jared Morris says 70. 49%. El Boogie, 808 bidding $1 lower than most of you. 5% says Taz. Well, that's not going to happen. That's just a ridiculous number by Taz, but that's okay. Jamar says uh, on YouTube, Jamar says J-Rob is cleaning house. Well, he's got, you know, it's it's not that he's cleaning house. Their contracts are just up. He just, he doesn't have to, uh, he doesn't have to, uh, he doesn't have to clean house. They just, you can just let them walk, right? Um, 33.3% says, uh, says Jeff Sawyer. Dirk at times says, Buck, so what you're saying is we should severely manage our expectations next year? No, I don't, you know. Listen, you should always manage your expectations because no season is, is like the other, right? You can, uh, and honestly, what the Titans did this year, I know it, they didn't make it as far in the playoffs as you wanted them to or as they did the year previous, but they did pretty good at living up to your expectations. In fact, to a degree, improving on them, understanding that the defense was bad and that the 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 one and done in the playoffs is is not what you're looking for at all because that's what you're ultimately your success is measured by. They did a pretty good job of living up to your expectations. They improved upon their win total. They won the division. They made the playoffs again. Like, that's not that common. In fact, there's not too many NFL teams who have a better winning percentage right now over the last, let's say, over the last five years than the Tennessee Titans because they got five straight winning seasons. Not many teams do that. That's a credit to, to the roster, to John Robinson, and to Mike Vrabel. Um, now, Mike hasn't been here for all of those five years, but Mike Vrabel's been a big part of the improvement for sure. Uh, okay, then 35% says John Svargas. AFC South champs says El Boogie 808. I think, that, I think that's a that's a reasonable expectation. Honestly, I think you can expect them to repeat. Or I think you can want... I think you can want them and hold them to the standard of they should probably be able to repeat as uh, as division winners. I am not a Carson Wentz believer by any stretch of the imagination. I don't care how many new teams he ends up playing for. Um, Houston Texans, obviously the struggles are well-documented with the quarterback, and Jacksonville doesn't even have a quarterback right now. Right now, Urban Meyer is too busy hiring racist strength coaches. Okay, these are This is the division that, that you play in. And yeah, division games aren't gimmies by any stretch of the imagination, but like you should still expect them to compete for the division title without question, especially with the uh, with the uh, the situation that you find um, with the additional playoff team, with the additional wild card team in each division. Something. And by the way, are we are we playing seventeen games next year? Has that been has that been confirmed? I know people have been talking about it, but I haven't seen any kind of confirmation on that. That's uh, also a situation to monitor. As the NFL just continues to do things on the fly, like, you know, make teams operate under one trade or a tag deadline and then not set the salary cap officially until uh, until a week later. I don't think Daquan Jones has mentioned enough. He played well last year. I feel like Daquan, I feel like a lot of attention because Daquan was so underrated for so long. Like, I feel like we brought a lot of attention to Daquan Jones. Cut Jones, says TN Catholic. Well, you don't have to cut him. He's a free agent. Um, and also, I don't expect them to be back. So something to keep that. I, I really think they're largely cleaning house. Like, I really think they're largely cleaning house on defense. Um, so keep an eye on that. I think Daquan Jones is probably the one that's most out the door. And I think Atlanta, the Falcons, would be a really good landing spot. By the way, on the radio show, for those of you who don't know, I have my own radio show now on top of the primetime show, on top of the 615 sessions and everything that I'm doing here for A to Z Sports. Uh, Head coach Arthur Smith, former Titans offensive coordinator. He's going to be joining the radio show at some point in the coming weeks. I don't have a date yet because we're still trying to work around Coach Art's uh, pro day schedule. But uh, Falcons PR has been kind enough to, uh, and Coach Art, of course, has been kind enough to agree to work something out with me on the radio show. So keep tuned for that on 104.5 The Zone or stay tuned for that on 104.5 The Zone. We will uh, we will enjoy talking to Coach Art whenever it is that we get the opportunity to speak with him. How, what percentage of the roster will be back? What percentage of the 2020 roster will be back in 2021? John Robinson, we asked him about 
you know, how he was going through this process, because it is a difficult one that John and Ben Marino, who's their salary cap expert, have been kind of tasked with. And John Robinson gave us uh, an answer two weeks ago that I really think has he's pretty much kept his word on. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, we're kind of, we're working, working through that, uh, John. Um, you know, we, we've got several, several different models uh, that, that we've looked at. Um, you know, once the salary cap number is actually uh, given to us, you know, that number, it's, it affects the, you know, the franchise tag numbers. It affects um, a, a lot of things. Uh, so there's several, like I said, models that we've kind of mocked up based on a couple of different numbers. Uh, and we've got some, you know, we've got, we've got a little bit of work to do. You know, we're in, we're in better shape than, than some teams are uh, cap wise, and we're not as good as, as, as others. Um, but, you know, we'll work through it. And at the end of the day, try to uh, do what's best for the team and, and continue to put a winning product on the field. It's Titans GM, John Robinson, speaking to us via zoom a couple of weeks ago. Uh, love your new radio show, says Karen O'Keefe. That's very kind of you. You could get the podcast, by the way. I've got now two podcasts, podcast of the radio show and the 615 sessions that I do every Tuesday here on the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. So Buck Rising on 104.5 The Zone, 10 to 1 weekdays on your radio dial, your 104.5 The Zone app, or in your podcast feed. We are happy to serve across all manner of platforms because, you know, I mean, I tell you guys all the time, I'm literally not tired yet. Give me more. Feed me. <laughs> Just more gas bagging, more opinion, more microphones in front of my face. God help us. All the Titans uh, that were cut are going there, says Philan, talking about going to Atlanta. Uh, it's still wild to me that they had franchise tag deadline without a cap, says Robert Deerfish. I think that's insane. I think the league, that's, such a, that's such a disservice that the league did to, uh, did to the 32 teams by making them make decisions on the tag without giving them a concrete franchise tag number but now we talk about you know just how different the titans roster is going to look think about it if you know Corey davis johnu smith jayon brown jadavion Clowney, malcolm butler kenny vaccaro daquan jones desmond king will compton and i only mentioned him with those other people because i had him on the radio show today uh who else are we missing ty smith ty sambrello uh David Questenberry, I do not believe, is an unrestricted free agent. But you get the point, right? There's a ton of dudes that you know, who you've seen play, who have contributed meaningful snaps for this team that aren't going to be back next year. And honestly, producer Reed and I were talking about this in our pre-show meeting. I mean, I, with, with literally half the roster not under contract right now, I would say here, what I told Reed in our pre-show meeting was 50%. I'm going to hedge my bets, and I'm going to say 52% of the Titans' 2020 roster will be back in 2021. 52%. I'm going to go slightly over because I do think that they're going to try and retain some of their guys, and I will find a way to keep track of this for you here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. 52% is my number of how many of the Titans players who were on last year's team will return in 2021. That is the answer that I have for you based on who's already on their way out the door, who's already left. 52% is my number. Uh, I will go slightly over because I think they're not going to replace a whole half of the roster, even though if they were going to do it, it would be during this COVID season. Bad contracts or bad drafting, what leads to all of this is, Josh, I mean, the, the like not all of the oh, – here. We, we talked about this on the radio today because I feel a lot of people, you know, a lot of people were were super hard on John Robinson and also, um, you know, also rightfully so. Like a lot of the things that John did last year blew up in his face. But I think John did well in getting rid of Jarrell Casey when he did. I think John did well in re-signing. Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry, you get nowhere close to a winning season or a division title or any of the accolades that you got without Derrick Henry or Ryan Tannehill. And those two were locked up. He did well in drafting Jeffrey Simmons and drafting A.J. Brown. And, and Nate Davis appears to be uh eight to ten year starter at right guard. Amani Hooker is going to maybe not seamlessly, but pretty seamlessly fill into the fill into the role that Kenny Vaccaro did, like the bat. I mean, the worst contract on that team right now is honestly Kevin Byard. And it's not like you guys are banging on the table to get rid of Kevin Byard, although I wouldn't say get rid of him, but the contract is ungodly. Like, if you could move it easily, I would move it. But this is this is just me. He certainly wasn't worth it last year, and, and I just 
you know, nobody, nobody's worth that kind of money, right? And I guess I can't say nobody's worth that kind of money because you're worth what the market says that you're worth. And Kenny Vaccaro this year, the market says that he's worth $15 million. Um, but other than that, I mean, there's really not that many bad con- – like the, the Clowney and, and Vic Beasley contracts were bad, of course, and Isaiah was bad. Um, but the rest of – I mean, like, you know, again, 11-5. and five, Like, you guys are bitching about stuff that's really, really – I mean, you guys are finding manufactured ways to bitch. Now, some of it's real, right? But uh, it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Amy wants to know – why they can't restructure Bayard? Well, because they already restructured Bayard. They restructured Bayard last year, and that's why his cap hit is so much bigger. You can do it again, but you're still going to end up paying him the money. Um, Bayard had one off year. Y'all need to chill, says C. Smith. Eh, eh. Like, I just, uh, uh, I just, eh. I'm, I'm eh on Kevin Bayard. Okay, eh. I think I think he's a fine player. Um, He's not a fifteen million dollar player, and that's okay. There's very few. I mean, hell, Taylor Lewan's not even making fifteen million dollars this year. Uh, I wish we went nine and seven. So nine and seven, though, says Alex M. I just, just for the sake of comedy and irony, it would be funny if they went nine and seven again. But you know, you guys would lose your minds. Uh, come on, Buck Hooker isn't a strong safety, says Anthony Owens. What? What do you mean? He outplayed both of your. He outplayed your strong safety and your free safety last year. What are you talking about? What did you watch last year? Literally tied for the team league and intercept a team lead team lead, not team league, but team lead in interceptions last year. And he outplayed both of your high priced second contract, uh, second contract safeties. Like what? Imani Hooker was fine. He can play, he can play in the box, he can roam, he can do what you need him to do. Now you're gonna have to draft the safety. Um, maybe sign, maybe assign a, a depth piece at a safety Broncos suck it out of here. There's a Broncos fan arguing with you guys in the uh, in the comment section on YouTube. Get him. <laughs> You're on AZ Sports. I don't know why. What, what a Broncos fan has to say anything about the Tennessee Titans. The Broncos have been ass for a long time. The quarterback very recently was Joe Flacco. Like, what? What are you talking? And I love Joe Flacco. I think Joe Flacco's got great hair, but also, what? It's okay. One Broncos fan trolling you guys on, on YouTube, you'll, uh, you'll be okay. Donovan. And uh, Donovan says, what about Dan Crookshank? So the thing that I hear about Dan Crookshank, and, and we'll move on to, to Shane Bowen here in just a second, honestly, um, I almost want to say, would you guys be mad? I mean, we've talked a lot about a lot of different stuff. Would you guys be mad at me if I, here's here's what we'll do. We'll crowdsource because it's already nine o'clock. It's already been almost an hour that we've been talking and I don't want to rob you of a segment, but I almost feel like the Shane Bowen conversation is a whole show into itself. So if you guys if the majority of you want to talk about Shane Bowen tonight, I will. I'm not trying to rob you of any of any primetime content. I would I would just say that we could we could do a longer show on it another day because right now I would be spending really not that much time on it given I mean we don't have any time constraints. I can go as much as I want, but also I've already been talking for three hours of live radio today. And I'm not tired, but I'm trying to keep my voice. <laughs> so if you guys want to do the Shane Bowen. Uh, the show. Oh, by the way, Vandy won. Love to see it. Vandy won. Um, so that that's good. They uh, they advance in the SEC tournament, getting a win over Texas A and M tonight. And by the way, I'm doing the radio show live uh, from uh, from the SEC tournament tomorrow. And we will have C- Cynthia Freeland of the NFL Network, and we will also have uh, we will also have Scott Ramsey of the Nashville Sports Council, who has been tasked with putting a with putting a, a, a lot of this. So I see, let's talk about Bowen. I see, let's do a longer show on Bowen. Um, okay, so we, the majority of you are saying do Bowen another time. And so we will do that. Um, so let, let, let's let finish our conversation here. And uh, and before before we end, end the show, I'll quickly tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook, where if you're betting with A to Z Sports on tonight's Vandy game, Jack Gentry did a great job. He said, bet the over in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And you'd have made money. Jack Gentry is six and zero currently in his A to Z Sports best bets. You should be betting, doing your best bets with the DraftKings Sportsbook app because it's that time of year again. Conference tournaments, baby. The SEC tournament tipped off tonight. The Vols play on Friday. The SEC tournament live and in person here in Nashville. I'll be doing the show tomorrow from Bridgestone Arena, the radio show, not this show. Bubble teams are making their final push for a bid while the top seeds are prepared for what they hope is a long run. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. You can bet $4 on an underdog, 
win $256 if they win. So you could, if you would have bet Texas A&M as an underdog tonight, you would have lost. But there are plenty of other college basketball games, plenty of other conference tournaments going on right now. Bet $4 on an underdog and select college basketball games. And if that underdog wins, you collect $256 on the $4 that you wagered. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now, use the promo code A to Z Sports when you sign up to turn $4 into $256 if the underdog pulls off the upset. That's code A to Z Sports in the DraftKings Sportsbook app for a limited time only. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older. Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So let's conclude our conversation this evening on the percentage of the roster that's going to be back. Uh, let's see. I didn't know. Oh, by the way, Titans did get a, co- a compensatory pick back from last year's free agent losses. So Jack Conklin essentially walking, got the Titans another third round pick. Um, I didn't know, of course, Smith says he didn't know compensatory picks get up to the third round. Yes, and this is the first time the Titans have had one in some time, given that it's the first, you know, we're just starting to get into a place. Uh, by the way, compensatory draft picks will help you a lot, you know, with these 20 unrestricted free agents. If you let half your roster walk, I mean, a lot of teams are having to do this. If you let half your roster walk, I mean, my God, think of all the compensatory picks you'll get back rounds three through seven. Um, it could make a total difference, but not this year, next year. So. Keep that in mind as it relates for the uh, for the compensatory draft pick formula. Role player, uh, we've had really good success getting starters in that round, says Jeff Roberts. I don't know if Jeff is talking to me or arguing with somebody else. Uh, damn, I know it is unlikely, but I'm a big fan of him. Only can hope, says Tanner Connor. I don't know if Tanner's con- Tanner is talking to me or, uh, or talking to someone else. Anthony Owen says, you get paid for it, Buck. Yes, Anthony, I get paid for I get paid very well for it. Hell, I get two salaries for it. I'm not here to tell you, you know, how much money I'm making right now, but your boys are very comfortable just to talk about sports. I understand. Uh, but we have literally done a full show on just this subject matter alone, and I'm trying to give you more. Anthony, don't you want a better product? Am I not paid to give you a better product? Anthony, all you have done is all you have done is make uh, ridiculous comments in here tonight and complain. Just because I'm, you know, it's just like, it's like the players. Just because I am uh, I am paid to perform doesn't mean that I can't do a better product for you if we make a decision to do something else. Anthony, I love you. I see you in here on a regular basis. Get your head out of your ass. It's okay, baby. This show that we got another we got another primetime show to do. We got two more radio shows to do. It's gonna be okay. I promise you. If we decide to do, it's not even a shorter show. Like this is one of the longer shows this week. And Anthony is it Anthony's in here bitching because I get paid for it. Anthony, man, get the hell up out of here. One, get out of my bank account. And two, shut up. <laughs> it's okay. It's gonna be okay. Come on, Anthony. <laughs> C Smith. Uh, Buck never tweeted you before, but have listened a ton. You provide great Titans content, brother. Says CCAC06 on uh on Periscope. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Jamie just says, just a bunch of laughing emojis. El Boogie 808 says, giving Kenny vibes. His mom going to email you now. Well, listen, I'm not, I'm not mad at you, Anthony. I'm just saying, like, how ridiculous is that? To say, you get paid for it. Talk more. Uh, what do you mean, talk more? I've given you literally every, I've given you literally not everything I've got because I had a whole nother topic prepared, but like, don't you want a longer show on that topic? That it doesn't make any sense to me, but it's okay, Anthony. I still love you. I hope you'll come back. <laughs> This is the problem. Like I'm in here by I'm in here by myself, so I don't have anybody to tell, tell me. You know, I have producer Reed who could text me and say, "Hey, you know, shut the hell up, quit picking on people like Anthony." But uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's ridiculous. Uh, Anthony tweet mom tweeting you now. Yes, I know. We, I haven't heard from Kenny in a while. I hope Kenny's doing well. I hope Kenny comes back next football season. Uh, from a business perspective. Have any of the moves this offseason been that bad, says Joe Aspo? No, I, I mean, I don't think so. I don't think uh, I don't think so at all. A to Z after dark, dark always uncensored with boxes, Corey Smith. Yeah, listen, this is why I got – this is why I love you. Uh, Mario – oh, I think the T-font on uh, the T-font on YouTube is saying Mariota owes us all pineapples and spam. 
What do you care about Marcus Mario? Watch Marcus Mario to come back as your backup quarterback next year. How pissed would you guys be? I mean, maybe some of you would be happy. But anyway, that's the show. We've done a full hour. Hopefully it's enough for Anthony, but maybe not. And if not, it's okay because we'll be back tomorrow, Anthony. Don't you worry. Don't you lose any sleep over it, baby. I will be back. I will talk to you tomorrow night. I will talk to you tomorrow from 10 to 1 on the radio show live from the SEC basketball tournament. I will continue to do all of the great things that we do here on A to Z Sports Primetime on 104.5 The Zone on the 615 Sessions podcast because, damn it, I'm not tired yet. (laughs) I'm just trying to save content because I got a lot of places to talk, so you know I got to spread stuff out. That's all right. Support the great people who make this show free for you, even you, Anthony. DraftKings Sportsbook. Now stop, poor Anthony. I'm beating up on him. DraftKings Sportsbook, Two Rivers Ford, Gary Ashton Remax, and Tennessee Heating and Cooling, and Brymac Mechanical. Great businesses providing you exceptional customer service on any number of their products and services that you choose to use. They will hook you up the same way that they hook me up. Go check out the podcast from the radio show today. We broke the Kenny Vaccaro news live on the radio. We had Will Compton there to talk about the contracts, the cuts, what it does to the locker room. We had Bob Kessling, voice of the Vols. He'll be calling the Tennessee Volunteers' first SEC tournament game on Friday. Uh, And the 615 Sessions podcast. While you're subscribing to the podcast, go get that one. Cam Wolf, my good friend from ESPN who covers the Miami Dolphins. It seems like 10, 10 years ago that Isaiah Wilson got sent down to Miami, but that did also happen like two days ago. So Cam Wolf, I, I basically asked him, Cam, what the hell are the Dolphins doing? And Cam Wolf told me what they were doing. And that is available to you in the A to Z Sports Podcast Network feed. I love the shit out of all of you guys. I will love you to the end of time. Anthony, you are included in that. I hope to see you guys back for one last primetime show of the week tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Time or thereabouts, and the content will keep rolling because you know I'm just not tired yet. No! No!